Hey, yo, peace world. It's the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon. And this is the Q Chat. Keep it locked right here. Thank you guys for joining another episode of the Q Chat. Today, my guest is Ms. Jamezia Monroe, and she's a motivational holistic health coach, and she also practices yoga. She's a certified yoga instructor, so we're going to have a good chat just about how we can find different alternatives to healing, things we can do to cater to our bodies, and of course, this all ties into self-love. So how are you doing today? Yes, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Shonda. It's I'm just super grateful to be here. Um, so thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. I know we have definitely been trying to link up for quite <laughs> some time. So I'm definitely yeah. happy that we're finally making it happen. And I know, like, I just want to dive into what you're doing. I know, like, with your mission, you're doing a lot of things in an alternative way, you know, relying on holistic healing, things like that. Can you explain to us first, just what do you do as a holistic health coach? So for me, I consider when it comes to holistic, it's so ambiguous. Like a lot of people have the holistic title. So it literally is a wide range um, when you talk to someone. So, so my definition of holistic could be d- different from someone else. So I just wanted to put that out there. But in mm-hmm. regards for what I do, um, I incorporate the mind, body and spirit. Um, so yoga is like I'm a comedic yoga instructor. For those of you who don't know, it's an ancient Egyptian yoga that I uh, teach and practice. Um, so naturally, just by practicing yoga, it's the mind, body, and spirit. But on the other aspect of things, I also have a background in nutrition education. And so a master's in nutrition education. So what I've done was infused, incorporated um, holistic health from a unique perspective. So um, I focus on chakra healing. And simply it's chakras, our energy, uh, energy, wills of energy, our energy centers. Uh, we have seven main chakras in our bodies. And so I've studied the, the area of chakra. So I incorporate the food aspect when it comes to our energy, the yoga aspect when it comes to the energy. And then also the fasting um, proponent of um, our aspect of the chakra energy and all of that. So I infuse all of that together to bring a one person into or a one into alignment with self. And so I take that holistic approach with considering your mind, you know, because your mind is a, a powerful thing, your body, what you put into your body and all of that. And then your spirit, you know, what are you listening to? Who are you surrounding yourself with? What are the foods that you're putting in? You know, all of these things matter. So I bring an approach that's known, but that's not really talked about. Um, a lot. So I cut my goal. And I believe uh, one of my missions in this lifetime is to make uncommon connections common. And so that's what I do with my work, um, essentially. Wow. 
So, so many things I want to ask you based on what you mentioned. So with the yoga, can you get deeper into like what that means? I also want to talk to you about the chakras, but before we get into that, you said the yoga that you practice, you said it's an ancient Asian practice? Ancient Egyptian. Ancient, ancient, sorry, ancient me and my braces, ancient Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. Can you explain that? Yes, I'm so glad that you, uh, you know, asked that question. So contrary to popular belief, the Western society has uh, mainstreamed Indian yoga. So like a lot of people believe that yoga started in India, but in all actuality, it started in Africa. The only reason why people are, a lot of people in the masses are unaware um, that yoga started in Africa is because in the ancient Egyptian text, they didn't use the word yoga. Yoga is a, it's a um, Sanskrit word. So the, the word they used for yoga was Sima or Sima Tali. And that means to unite and to yoke. And if you go to Egypt to this day and you look on the walls of the, the pyramids, you will see that they're actually practicing yoga. Um, so no one will really tell you that if you don't have that understanding and if you're not studying the culture. Um, so, so that ancient Egyptian yoga was practiced in ancient um, Egypt. Kemet is the original name for Egypt. Kemet means the land of the black or the black land. And so Kemetic yoga is the practice um, that was, uh, the yoga that was practiced in ancient Egypt or Kemet. So yeah. Wow. So for someone who's never practiced yoga, can you break down exactly what the benefits of yoga is and exactly, and I know there's different poses and things like that, but can, let's say someone is completely green to it, can you okay. give them like a, I guess, a, a layman's term, a Sesame Street version explanation of yoga? And the second part of that is the benefits that yoga can do for your body, your mental spirit, health, everything. Absolutely. That's a wonderful question. It's a loaded question, but it's wonderful. <laughs> I'll definitely, I'll do my best to simplify it. So I would say that yoga allows you to control your inner world so that you can experience a better outer world. And that is in the most simplest way. Now, what I mean by that is there's this saying, like, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do you no harm. So if you master yourself, yoga will allow you to, if you practice it and you are, you know, consistent with it, it allows you to master yourself so that now you can be in peace and harmony with your environment. Now, it doesn't mean that you won't experience hardships and tough times it just means that you increase your emotional intelligence and where you don't have to react you know to everything but you can actually take time to uh, assess and process and respond to situations a lot of us especially during this pandemic we've experienced anxiety levels through the roof depression through this roof mental health issues through the roof and the power of yoga, of moving your body and doing certain poses, but the most important aspect of yoga is breathing. And the power of the breath can just bring so much clarity to your mind. It brings stillness and calmness, and you're able to think and function properly when you're in a calm state, as opposed to when you're in a stress and in a state of anxiety. Um, and that's what that honestly, that's majority of the world right now. But if you have a practice in place, you can you'll you'll know the difference of the people who you could just they just move a little differently than the people who are not practicing um, yoga. And it's not saying everybody go out there and practice yoga. 
you can get that same effect with whatever craft that you're into, like if it's exercising or what have you, but yoga is just, just another way to uh, unify yourself and come in alignment with who you are and truly empowering yourself so that you can make decisions from within instead of externally. But to answer your question on the health aspect, mm-hmm. um, yoga helps with anxiety. It helps with depression. It helps with if you're feeling ungrounded, if you feel scatterbrained, um, it helps with like blood pressure. It helps with scoliosis. It helps with sciatica. It helps with so many things. Like there's a list of, of things that uh, it helps with your menstrual cycle. It helps with if you got minor colds, headaches, sinuses, nasal congestion, yoga can help with that. So like when I tell you if there is some type of issue that you're dealing with internally, the power of the breath and moving the body through yoga there's a certain posture that can help with that. And that's the power of it. And unfortunately, a lot of people aren't aware of it, but I'm so glad that I can bring and shed light on the power of yoga because it's, it's, it's medicine. Like our body is self-healing, but if you don't know how to move it in such a way to heal itself, you will never know it. So that's mm-hmm. why in yoga instructors, it's our job to enlighten you in such a way where you don't necessarily have to go out and buy external things yeah in addition to or as a supplement yes but you know your body can do the healing within itself is the intelligence of a body is so beautiful and if we just know how to work it and um, understand how it can like help and benefit us man we would just be such a powerful people but um yeah that that's just in a nutshell without going on a tangent that is pretty much those are the main reasons of why yoga is important, especially during this pandemic and what we're in this chaos that we're in right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would encourage everyone to to try it out, go on YouTube, go to the nearest class. Um, I teach classes, whoever, it doesn't matter, but just even try it out for yourself so you, you can get the experience without even just me just telling you, but you can get that experience yourself. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think definitely with the pandemic, everyone just went through like a mental Yep. <laughs> you know and people experienced emotions that they didn't know even existed so it's definitely been a huge mental warfare I would say since 2020 and I know a lot of people do discuss yoga I think a lot of people not everyone but some people have taken you know the next step to find different ways like you said to heal themselves or to gain some clarity just taking their health more seriously and their mental health things like that how long have you been teaching yoga Wow. So it's been six years, six years. Yeah. So six years I've been teaching. I'm sorry. No, I was going to ask you before you decided to teach, how long were you like practicing yoga? Interestingly enough, I did not have the, uh, the normal yoga journey. So I been practicing for six years. So my experience, even the, the story is like, you know, off the wall. Um, I was invited to a class and I did it. Now, mind you, I was new to yoga. I've heard about it. I've always wanted to do it. But um, I was invited to a gentleman who actually, unfortunately, rest in power. He passed away at the end of last year or this year. Um, he invited me to this class. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I, I don't practice yoga. And I never even heard of comedic yoga, you know, a little bit, but I didn't know too much about it. So at the end of that class, you know, it felt like something inside of me, like my spirit just came alive. And I was like, what is this? You know, it was uh, it was like, yes, finally, it was kind of like a imagine someone stretching like, oh, finally, we're up. You know, it was kind of like that. So um, I came alive, didn't couldn't really explain it. 
Um, then after that, I just left it where it was. And then I think about a week later, he reached out and said, hey, we have teacher certification coming. I said, whoa. I said, no, 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 no. You know, I said, I, I've never even experienced, like, you know, I don't practice it now. He said, no, 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 it's okay. You know, you don't have to have the experience, you know, just come, we teach you this. And so I was open to it. I'm an open-minded person. So I said, okay, I'll try it out. And um, very profound experience. Um, it wasn't easy at all, you know, especially not having a background, but we had to uh, do yoga. We had to practice every single day for a hundred days straight is an equivalent of practicing yoga for two years when you practice 100 days straight. And I'm telling you, life happens. So like when you make a commitment to something and that's just with anything, you're going to be tested with life. You're, all of these issues are gonna come and you know what I mean? Like going through like breakups and school and challenges and deaths and all of these things. And you gotta make it in your mind, body and spirit that you're gonna remain committed to something that you said that you're gonna do. So it created a a sense of discipline in, inside of me to complete it, regardless of what was going on around me. I would do it all over again. But uh, so that's how, that's how I got into the, the journey. And since then, I've been teaching. Um, and I always felt like I was called to teach. I just didn't know how. But th through yoga, that's my outlet. So it's like, I necessarily felt like I, I was like birth into this, you know what I mean? If it, it found me, like, it sounds weird, but I do say it a lot. I didn't find yoga, yoga found me. So, you know, and that's what I believe and I'm meant to teach in such a way through that. Yeah. Have you connected with Go Queen? Make sure you head over to www.goqueen.com or www.thecuechat.com. Don't just stop at listening to the episodes. Go ahead and connect with the Go Queen blog and the self-love merchandise. And coming soon, Go Queen is proud to announce the launch of the brand new Go Queen magazine. The Go Queen magazine will focus on self-love and just empowerment for Black women, in addition to glorifying natural hair and just everything to make our lives whole with lifestyle and self-love articles. Make sure you head over to www.thecuechat.com and connect with Go Queen. Check out the blog, check out the self-love merchandise, and you can pre-order your magazine today. Don't just stop at the episodes. Here at thecuechat.com, we've created a beautiful show in order to showcase Black women, entrepreneurs, and healthcare experts to fulfill our lives with wellness and self-love. But make sure you connect further. Follow us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, and make sure you just do not forget to go head over to that website and learn so much more on what Go Queen has to offer. Make sure you go love yourself. And remember, Go Queen was created to remind women that they are the special privilege, the ultimate prize, and the full package. Go Queen! You got it, girl. Now, now, something else that I looked at regarding your information was that you did a 62-day master liquid fast. Can, and I know a lot of people are doing intermittent fasting, things like that. And fasting goes back, you know, long history of people fasting for so many different reasons. So can yeah. you, you know, talk about your 62 day fast and what were the benefits of it? 
Yes, that that was something that was something serious, serious. But so my ultimate reason for fasting for 62 days was uh, um, I recommend let me back up, take a few steps back. Anytime that you you feel like you're not in alignment with yourself, with your purpose, your career, with a significant other, a marriage, family, what have you, whatever you are a part of, when you need that reset, I would recommend fasting because fasting, it, it allows you, it, in, a, in a way, it strips you of yourself and all the things that are holding you back and everything that's like the habits that you've created. And it's like that reset that you need. It's like, okay, let me let go of these things that are not favorable for me right now. And let me look at myself um, at the core, like at the strip of like the, my soul, you know what I mean? It gives you a level of vulnerability and honesty and clarity of where you are, who you are, or who you thought you, you, you believed yourself to be and who you truly are. And so I believe that that's the, the, the fasting. My goal was to starve my flesh and feed my spirit to, to become stronger in my spirit. Because if I know that I have a strong spirit, I cannot be wavered for against my goals, you know, my purpose, my business, um, just whatever I find myself involved in. And, it, and within 62 days, I've strengthened my spirit. Like I've never strengthened before. Like when I tell you, like, it's a, it's a deep, profound trust in myself and my guidance. Um, you know, I, I believe we're all guided. Uh, we're all being led and guided, you know, in this journey called life. And uh, when I tell you, I've had so many revelations and epiphanies and just clarity, the level of clarity and strength that I had within myself was just beyond me. It was amazing. But I, I did it intentionally to take my business to the next level. Um, I've been on the journey and, you know, I felt like, you know, I just wasn't necessarily where I wanted to be. And so I told myself, I, the thing that I realized is that I was lacking discipline in certain areas. So I told myself, if I can complete a 62-day fast, and I know that number is very specific, and I'll get to that. If I can, if I can complete a 62-day fast and create that such high level of discipline within myself, then that means I can achieve anything that I put my mind to. But first, I have to prove to myself that I can get to, through these 62 days. And I did. And so because that now I know I can achieve anything that I want, because the secret to life and to the secret to winning to life, at least what I found within those 62 days was discipline, self-discipline. When you are self-disciplined, you can you can find love or attract the love. I believe that we attract things we don't find or, you know, seek, but they come to us at the vibration and frequency that we operate on. Um, you can. Um, grow your finances and your business, your money, you can, you know, increase your self-esteem, your self-worth, you know, you can, whatever it is, you can grow your business because you, you have to have level of discipline to have those things. In order for you to have, you got to operate in that frequency and vibration and be disciplined within yourself. And so I believe that is the true secret of life. Um, now, the reason why 62 days, so I, uh, I was, I wanted to do the fast for a week. And then um, I wanted to do a group fast afterwards. And so after that group fast, it was going to take about four weeks to show people how to get on, to come off, how to do it properly without hurting themselves. And mm -hmm. then 
And then, so the, the time frame that I did all of this was towards the end of the year. And so then I, I was, as I was going over why, you know, how long I was going to do the fast for, then about time I would get off the fast, I normally fast for the holidays, like specifically Kwanzaa, I'll fast during that week. So, and then um, to bring in the new year. So after I looked through all of the days, I, I added everything up and I said, huh, it's, it looks like it will be 62 days. It didn't make sense for me to stop and start the fasting process all over again. Um, so I told myself, I said, well, looks like we're about to fast for 62 days. <laughs> and so that's how that specific number came about. And I broke my fast on January 1st. I went on live. I had people following my journey and everything um, because I was also on a handstand journey as well. I mean, if y'all like go on my social media, you'll see in my video section from day one, like sis was on there going, banging against the mirror, the wall, the, 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 um, the door. And then I'm falling flat on my back and everything until me actually standing straight up. So in conjunction to the fasting for 62 days, I was doing a hundred day handstand fast as well. I mean, a handstand um, journey as well. And so- it was a powerful, that whole experience was powerful because I was stretching myself like I've never stretched myself before. And so my body was starting to do things that I didn't know that it can do. And my confidence and my strength within myself was there. And it was like, whoa, like I was shocking myself because I didn't realize, you know, in hindsight, 2020, I was creating a version of myself that I'd never been before. And that's what fasting is. You, when you get through the end of it and you move forward with the, the new journey or the new chapter in your life that you, you plan on um, you know, indulging in moving forward, you're now stepping into a new version of yourself that you, you don't know and you have to learn it as you go. And, and it can be a level of fear there because you don't know what the new version of you look like, but will look like, but you have to trust yourself and know that you went through all of this for a reason. Now, now be confident in who you are and, and just, you know, we're going to figure this thing out because we're doing it now, you know, and so you might as well just do it on a clean slate and, and just see where it takes you. So, yeah. So before fasting, what, like, do you have to do in order to prepare for it? Like, are there any, like, you need to talk to your doctor? Like, what's the process before you begin to fast? And when you said you did a liquid fast, so you ate, like, nothing, like, you just drank straight liquids for 62 days? That is absolutely correct. Yes. (laughs) So to answer your first question, um, to prepare for it, your mind is always going to be the first thing. So I've been, just to clarify I didn't just jump into 62 days. Like I've been, my spirit has been leading me to prepare up to the 62 days for the past two years. I get it now, but I didn't know then. So um, I've been fasting consistently um, for two years, like every, so every three months I will do a seven day fast, seven day fast. Maybe some days will probably be, sometimes it would be like eight um, or nine, but like for the most part, seven day is the average um, time frame. And the reason why is because I actually, my, my fasting um, technique is which I do and I teach is specific towards the chakras. So I, I dedicate each day to the chakras because I isolate the healing aspect to it. Um, and I know that's, that's another topic within itself. And we can talk about that if you're, if you want, but um, so seven days is the, the actual day. And I was doing that my first experience and my last experience of fasting thus far has been transformational. 
Um, one thing I did, so for my first experience, which I would love to share because it's profound and it's fitting, but so the 2020 hit pandemic, all of that hit so much happened back to back. My cousin passed away from a seizure. He was like a brother to me. Um, I have a twin brother. So we considered him to be our uh, third twin. Um, all of these things were happening. The pandemic hit. I was in school getting my master's and I was falling behind because of all the emotional things I was dealing with. Um, relationship um, issues, you know, just all of that. And then friendship issues, not feeling appreciated in friendships. Then we're at the height of racial injustices in this country. And all of these things were like hitting back to back. So I hit rock bottom and I'm also dealing, was also dealing with health issues. Mm-hmm. So um, I had, and this is the honest truth, I had cysts on my ovaries, non-cancerous cysts on my ovaries. So I, my menstrual cycle will last for three weeks at a time. So that means and what I come to find out was that I will have my menstrual cycle and then my my cyst will bleed on the on their own. So that means that I'm only off for one week. And so I am naturally like having issues and my confidence and self-esteem is low because now I'm having issues in my relationship because I'm always on my menstrual cycle. So then now it made me feel less than as a woman. And so so I going through all of these things, um, you know, hit rock bottom. After meditating one day, you know, I, it it came to me that I needed to fast. And so I went on the journey. So to answer your question, the mindset, so I had to mentally prepare. So I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? I said, okay, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this thing. So I reached out to everybody. Mind you, I allow my spirit to lead me. I reached out to everyone that I talked to on the normal, uh, that I would normally talk to. And, and I told them, I said, y'all I'm about to fast y'all not gonna hear from me but just know that I'm okay like I literally told everyone that and they're like okay cool I said I just need this time to myself um you know I was getting into the mindset like you know I had to wean myself off of the food I was preparing to make sure I had everything that I needed and I just locked myself in my home in my apartment and I got like when I'm telling you led I was led to do these things I journaled out of five different journals I vlogged five days after it was getting tough so I couldn't make it through the last couple of days but I blogged majority of it and I was like I don't know why I'm doing this I get it now but so when I say I had the transformational experience it is an understatement on one of the days um, all of my like traumas and my wounds came to the surface that I didn't even know that was there. You know, we don't even realize how heavy we are walking around until you actually address, you look yourself face to face, you look at your shadows, your demons and your trauma. That's a scary thing to do, but I decided to go there. I wanted to dig deep to see what do I need to do to purify and renew myself. And so I, all of that came to the surface and I didn't realize the role that I played in the people who were in my life and the role that they played in mine, but it was so clear, you know, at the end of the day, on that specific day, it dawned on me that people will only take you as far as that you allow them to. Like a lot of people don't even know, like, how can you hold somebody to a certain standard or a boundary when they don't even know that you have them because you never expressed it. So therefore people in our lives, they're just a character in our lives. But everything at the end of the day, we have to take responsibility for the acts, the choices, decisions that we make, because it's really all on us at the end of the day. Now, granted, trauma and all that stuff that have happened, I don't justify any of that, you know, but it's not our risk, you know, our we it's not our fault that trauma happened to us. 
but it is our our responsibility to heal from it we can't keep operating from a like a, a little girl or a little boy um state of mind in a grown body because there's a lot of us that's walking around like that so that was on one day another day um I lied to you not it, I spent years trying to figure out how to get rid of these cysts and to eliminate them my gynecologist told me that I had to get a procedure it's like a procedure was like the only way and I asked for a holistic or alternative way and it was not given to me but right. in my heart I knew like it is like every not something but my spirit was like no like that that's not the truth there's another way so I was like I told myself I'll dedicate the rest of my life to figure it out, but I'm not getting the procedure. And mm-hmm. so it, I went on a journey for years and deepened my knowledge and you know, education on like how to do this. So long story short, on the fasting day, I co- went to the restroom. These crazy looking things came out of me. I said, oh my gosh. So I Googled Google just to make sure I'm like, before I got too excited, just to make yeah. sure like what I'm seeing. And I saw that my sis came out of my body, when I tell you, I jumped up and down, I cried, it was the happiest day of my life, like, it felt like I was, like, in a movie, but it, you know, I, it was so surreal to me, and I just kept crying and crying, and I still get emotional about that part, but, um, because it was, like, finally, I found the answer, um, to my, you know, to my, um, that issue, so, um, that was on one day, and on another day, um, I experienced another level of peace that I never experienced before, like, I believe, especially because I teach the chakras, what you deal with internally manifests in your internal, external environment. So if you have chaos internally, you best believe the best way to, to figure out, to determine how your life is, is to look at your environment, look mm-hmm. at who you surround yourself with, look at your home, how, and believe it or not, how tidy is your home or how untidy it is, is what is telling you what you're internally dealing with. Look at the music that you listen to, all of the things, all of this is seeping into our energy, you know, and it's impacting our, our state of mind. And so I experienced a level of peace I've never experienced before. It was like I was in complete harmony and ebb and flow in life. And I said to myself out, out loud because I never experienced, but I, I get it now. So in yoga, it would be considered like uh, experiencing enlightenment or bliss, um, that that's the level of peace that I had. It was like I was in an enlightened state. And at the end of the fast, I was like, I realized as powerful, and this is so important to women, to black women, I focus on black women healing, but like just women, mm-hmm. it's women's month. It was the first time in my life that I actually experienced what true love for self felt like. Mm. I, I never realized that I actually took that time to take my power back because I was a, a people pleaser and I wanted to, to uh, perform for love just to get it back in return. But I, I realized that was the wrong thing to do. And mm-hmm. I was not taught how to properly receive and give love. So mm-hmm. when I taught myself through experimenting through that fast, I realized, wow, this is how it's supposed to be you fill your cup up and then you pour from an overflow, you know, and, but we we're so used to, and we're taught as a trauma response to pour from an empty cup and that's impossible. And we know that, but so it, it, it caused me to, at the end of that fast, I was inspired. I quit my corporate job. I expanded my once yoga business into a holistic health business based off of the ancient teachings of the fasting 
and that liquid fast that I went through and incorporating the yoga aspect to it. And, um, and so, and so since then, and, you know, I've been on the journey of evolving and expanding the business in that ways and different ways of how I reach my market. But, um, so that's the, the journey in the first fast experience that led mm-hmm. to me fasting for every three months, which eventually led up to the 62 day fast to have a transformational experience like never before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. It's something that you said that because I actually am experiencing something similar where I was told I needed to have surgery and that was the only way to, you know, deal with some particular issues I'm having. I have cysts, fibroids, you name it, you know, and I actually had the surgery scheduled and like the week of, I was like, you know what, I don't want to do this, you know, and it was different reasons why I chose not to, um, I feel a particular way about African-American women and the way we're treated with doctors, you know? Um, so I just can't really rely fully on any medical profession, profession, period. You know, I just feel like as African-American women, I heard a great scenario saying that doctors to African-American women are similar to police to Black men, you know? And that may be a controversial statement, but I have personally had situations where I felt like I had a doctor that was not listening to me. So because of that, I'm like, well, I don't want to be put under and put to sleep and have someone cutting into me that I truly don't know how to even value me as a person, you know? And like I said, I don't really go deep with that one, but, you know, like I said, I completely understand where you're coming from with that. The last thing I want to ask you, and you touched on it, you know, obviously this platform is about self-love and you mentioned a lot of hits on that. So just with everything that you said, you know, how you've taken a holistic approach, number one, to heal yourself, you know, and that is a part of self-love. And that's another avenue that I think we don't address is the physical portion of self-love and also the, the alternatives of how we can heal ourselves, how it does tie in together, meditation, manifestation, how we view our bodies. It all factors into self-love, how we truly value ourselves, you know, because we are walking in purpose, but we have to value ourselves. So all of that to me, that I just said, all of that leads into, can you just tell me how self-love has played a role in your life? Like I said, I know you already touched on it, but how has it played a role in your life now? Like I said, you just gave an amazing narrative of what you've experienced and how just what you've done to your body alone has made a difference in your life as a woman. So how would you say self-love now? What does it mean to you now after everything that you've experienced and what you've learned about yourself? That is a wonderful question. Um, To answer that that question in short is self-love is a necessity. That is a necessity. It's it's non-negotiable. You know, that is something. And if you want to truly be a healthy person, and to thrive. I'm not talking about surviving and just getting by, but the roles that like self, self-love self will bleed into other areas of your life. And because you, like I, like I said, it it's all boils down to discipline. And my favorite quote by Will Smith is self-discipline is the highest form of self-love. Hmm. And so when you're disciplined with yourself, you, just think about it. When you, when you have boundaries with yourself, and you become your own self-advocate, 
can't nobody they can't they can't cross those lines you know what I mean because you now you have that confidence within yourself to say this is what I will put up with this is what I will not put up with this is how I treat myself and talk to myself so then you don't have the authority or the right to talk to me that way self-love actually allows you to express yourself with confidence saying what you like and what you don't like um as for me um it's, it's such a beautiful thing because, because I'm into the health and healing industry. So not only health and wellness, but I incorporate healing. Like I'm very intentional, intentional about healing because that's something that I work on daily. Um, but the, the thing for me, which I think is so beautiful, there's this quote that I, that I heard or from Instagram, but it's so true. It's when you heal yourself, you heal those around you. And I, I truly didn't know what that meant until I actually started to embody and experience it. As I started to do the work on myself, it was like my world started to shift. I, I started to see my siblings. They respected me in another way that I, I never experienced or just people around me. And I started to vocalize. And it's like now I'm being heard. I didn't feel like I was uh, being heard growing up because as a child, you know, that that mindset that was created is you stay in a child's place or your voice doesn't matter or your feelings, they don't matter, especially in the black community. Like, and it's just okay. being honest. I grew up in it and, and I know a lot of people can relate, even if it's not from the black community, but like I can say from my experience, right. I didn't have that authority to express myself without it being condemned or shut down. So now that I was able to heal that wound in me, like I'm vocal, you know, I'm going to let you know when I don't agree with something and in a respectful, polite way. But it's just that now I exercise my voice and I exercise my boundaries now. And I'm I, so I had to learn to grow out of that, that childlike mindset in trauma of trauma that I was in and to actually grow into the person that I truly am and to start to advocate for myself. So self-love in that regard has been a beautiful thing for me because now that I can be the example for my family members is so beautiful because now I see them vocalizing and expressing themselves and um, creating boundaries. And I'm like, wow, you know, I'm not saying that like I'm the one that made them do it, but it's just that when you lead by example, you empower people. And I didn't realize that I was doing that. So I started to empower people around around me. And it was just a beautiful thing because I started to realize like, oh, wow, you just expressed to me instead of like yelling and screaming or, oh, wow, you allowed, you didn't allow yourself to go to a certain place that you normally would do. And I can, and I, I have an eye for that. So I point out and I make sure that I praise those around me when I see them growing because I see it. So for me, it's, it's a necessity because if I can continue to heal myself, I'll continue to heal those around me. Even if you don't know me, I will operate in a state of healing and constant healing so that you can mm -hmm. see something within me just to see that it's actually a reflection of you. So, yeah. Oh, wow. I, like I said, I've been there, done that. Everything you said about yes. these siblings, I'm still on that journey because I just feel that that's something with our culture, unfortunately, having your voice stifled and it does take healing. It takes breaking yourself into different parts to fill in those wounds so that you can move forward. And you're right, when you start walking in a particular light of healing, it's like a person has to respect you. Either they're gonna respect you or they're just not gonna deal with you. <laughs> it's like, it's like, but you just really hit a lot of points. So like I said, thank you so much. You really 
broke down a lot. I definitely would love to talk to you again. But before we end everything, tell everybody how they can contact you. I know you mentioned your Facebook group and Instagram. So tell everybody how they can connect with you. Yes. So um, on Instagram, I'm community underscore yoga and it's spelled K-E-M-U-N-I-T-Y underscore yoga. It's a play off of Kemet or Kemetic Yoga Um, on Instagram, community yoga um, or Jamesia. I have a on my Instagram um, side, I have a Jamesia Monroe and that page is specific towards healing for the black woman. I do have a heart for um, making sure that black women heal because we're considered the bottom of the barrel in this society. But yeah. it, it to me is just backwards because I, I believe that society knows that we're actually powerful people and powerful women. So the thing, the most thing that radical thing that you can do is make powerful people feel less than because if they truly recognize their power, then they will wake up and then make things shift. We know that the black woman has the highest uh, consumerism or buying power, you know, in our society. So like, let's think about it from that perspective so if we can shift our mindset in that way and I can restore the your self-worth your value and the love for yourself you can make we can make things shape (laughs) in the society so I do have a heart my one of my purpose and missions in this life is to help bring healing to the black women mentally physically spiritually and emotionally and then um, also on the the yoga side community yoga um, you know just teaching and educating from the comedic perspective of what it truly is and, and just to bring it to the forefront, to let it be known. I, I believe that I'm, I don't know if I believe in, uh, so I'm in, um, into like numerology. My mm-hmm. life path number is seven. The seven mm-hmm. is the, the seeker, the, the truth seeker. So I'm meant to teach. I'm meant to teach and to, to teach the truth because I seek the truth. And when you know the truth, you have to reveal it. And even if it's like receptive or received or well-received or not, it really doesn't matter as long as I plant those seeds and for people to understand what really is true. And so I move through that truth through uh, comedic yoga, community yoga. So, yeah. So you can find me on those pages. Um, You can email me at community, K-E-M-U-N-I-T-Y dot yoga at gmail. Um, dot com if you have um, any questions on that aspect or Jamesia Monroe um, or info at jamesiamonroe.com for um, any other questions in regards to the Black women aspect or just any questions you have in general. So, yeah. Thank you so much. This was worth waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. I do have a, um, I don't know if you can link this, but like a free gift. It's, it's okay. a, a self, self-love, self-care guide you know, just to like start you on your journey. Um, so it's, it's just to give you like a few tips, like affirmations and meditation and all of those things. So that to start you on your self-love journey. Okay, perfect. So what we'll do, this will be, I've been focusing on a lot of um, guests have been wanting to connect with free giveaways, things like that. So this will be one that'll be a task when we release yours. And like, I definitely just appreciate just you having so much transparency and honesty in your journey and sharing it with people. I definitely commend you for that. So guys, please just take in the gems that we discussed. Jamesia has done some amazing things, but the important thing out of everything that she said, she's found a way to focus on self-healing. One thing about self-love is a lot of us, we haven't had perfect lives. There's no guarantee to that. We've all have had some wounds, some scars. And the thing about being a true 
queen or a true warrior is how we choose to heal those scars. You know, we didn't ask to be hurt. We didn't ask to experience trauma. We don't ask to experience pain. You know, the unfortunate thing is when we come on this earth, we didn't ask to be here. We didn't ask on how certain things are going to be handed to us. But we do have the power. We can take the pain that we've experienced. We can take the trauma we've experienced. And we can actually take low moments and actually become powerful. We can take control of that. And the way we take control and take that power is how we choose to take those moments to actually make it work for us. Because there is power in healing. So like I said, I can go on. But I want you guys to just please take in everything that she said. Just focus on healing internally and especially externally we can heal our bodies physically mentally spiritually we have the power right in our hands so guys please make sure you catch this episode and more just go to www.thecuchat.com and if you want go ahead and try and connect with Jamesia we'll have all her information when we release this episode but like I said make sure you take in the points that we discussed Part of self-love is healing. You have to be healed in order to move forward. So thank you guys for tuning in and don't forget to go love yourself. Go queen, go queen, go queen, go. Represent, you're a queen, you're a queen, oh.